So does your teenager ever complain about not being good enough, maybe not smart enough, not athletic enough, or not pretty enough? Do they ever feel like their life is boring compared to other kids their age? Or do they feel like they're, they're jealous of what other people have? Well, today we're gonna to explore how upward social comparison can create anxiety for your teenager. And then I'm gonna share a story that will illustrate a way that you can combat or create a line of defense for this. So let's get started. Well, hello everyone. My name is Jim White and I'm an author coach and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. But more importantly, I'm a parent just like you. My wife and I, we've raised six children into and through those teenage years, so we've been there as well. Well, today we're gonna to be talking about anxiety and how social or upward social comparison creates anxiety for your teenager. And I got a little strategy that you can uh, put into place that may help to combat that some. So any parent will tell you that there's a growing epidemic of anxiety with our teenagers today. They are constantly comparing themselves to other teens that seem smarter, more athletic, um, more capable, and they have more stuff. And this is what I'm talking about when I say this idea of upward social comparison. Now, some of you might say, well, this kind of comparison has been going on since the beginning of time, which is true. So why is it so different today for today's teen than it was, say, for us or our generation when we were teenagers? So consider this scenario. Let's say you're a 16-year-old girl 100 years ago. So it's 1923. The question is, who do you compare yourself to? Well, the town that you live in, there's only six other teenagers in the whole town and four of them are boys. And there's no television. And, and actually your view of the outside world is limited to the magazine rack at your local five, five and dime store, right? For this 16-year-old girl, the social comparison is limited to a very small group of people. So let's move forward 50 years. Now you're a 16-year-old girl and it's 1973. The question is, who do you compare yourself to? Well, in this case, the, and let's say you lived in a, a mid-sized city, um, in the suburbs of a mid-sized city. Well, that field of view is limited to say maybe four or 500 kids that are at your local high school that you would know, and then what you see on television. But at that point, television's limited to maybe four TV stations, and there's only one television in your home. So in this case, the opportunity for upward social comparison is a little bit greater, but it's still limited to a relatively small group of people, and they're also very similar people. So now you're a 16-year-old girl in 2023. Your opportunity for social comparison has just exploded, right? You have access to literally millions of teenagers on social media. And the other thing that makes it a little bit more tough is the idea that social media, that allows you to create a picture of a life that's really bigger and better than it might really be. So via social media, your teenager has watched kids from around the world open those acceptance letters from the school that they didn't get into. Or they've watched that prom proposal that was so much better than the one they got or the one that they gave. Or they have seen that video from that party that they weren't invited to. See, all of this just amps up those feelings of not being good enough or not belonging, which then amps up that anxiety for your teenager. So what can you do to help combat this growing anxiety? 
So one of the best lines of defense for your teenager's anxiety is a strong connection to you and your family. You see, the next time your teen's starting to feel left out or like they aren't good enough, this connection is going to provide them with a sense of safety and remind them that they are loved unconditionally. You see, connection is the key. So here's the story I promised you. One of the best ways to build connection is through a shared experience. And one spring break trip, my wife and I, or my wife and my youngest daughter created a, a connection through a shared experience by facing a fear together. This challenge has come to be known in our family as the swing of death. So what this was, it was an amusement park ride. And again, we were on a spring break trip and my wife and youngest daughter rode this ride together. And what it was, it's a swing where they strap in up to three people and then they take the swing and they pull it up. There's a cable that pulls it up what appears to be several hundred feet. And then there's a countdown and then they let release this cable and the riders, they come plummeting back down to earth. So this shared experience involved my wife and my daughter facing that fear together, you know, being courageous, being vulnerable, and this the exhilaration of riding this ride together. Now this ride, this became an experience that my daughter could go back to. Maybe later on she's feeling some peer pressure, but what she could do is she can go back and relate to that courage that she felt um, in facing that fear and also the idea that my wife was always right there at her side as she went through this. And the best part, we still talk about this. So we get a chance to relive that experience. And again, it just created a little extra bond between my wife and my youngest daughter. So that shared experience, great way to build connection. So my recommendation to you is to go out and create a shared experience. You know, pick something meaningful or something new that you've never done before and try to create an experience that you can share with your teenager. Here's a few ideas for you. Maybe you take a cooking class together or you sign up for a 10K run and put together a training plan and train together. Or how about an art class at the community, at the local community center? Or maybe you've been talking about a fishing or camping trip. So maybe take that trip that you've been putting off for so long. Or like my wife and my daughter, try to find a fear that you could face together. So while you probably won't be able to completely eliminate your son or daughter's anxiety, deepening that connection will provide that safe place and will give them a sense that they are loved unconditionally, which is a great line of defense. Now, before we wrap up today, I did want to let you know I have a free resource for you. I, and this comes up when parents talk to me about they can't get their teenager to talk to them or open up. And so my response is you have to ask better questions. And so this free resource involves 10 questions you should never ask your teenager. Think of these as like conversation killers. But then I also have 10 great questions. These are the conversation starters. And it's a free resource that you can pick up at our website, which is familyenrichmentacademy.com. So be sure to go there and download that for yourself. Now, as always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along your parenting journey. And it is a journey. And I just want to acknowledge you for having that growth mindset. That's just going to be critical to getting through these teenage years. Until next time, remember, a change in perspective changes everything.